Hey there, Juan Morales here, and in today's episode of Smart Distinctions, we're going to cover a concept that I believe can really, really turbocharge your business and get you on that next level to growth. And it's really about connecting your products with the marketplace. Now, here's what happens, and this is what most people confuse, and I see this confusion happen a lot, where people confuse marketing with selling. And usually when you see these salesy, kind of pushy people doing all this stuff, is because they're selling and they haven't marketed at all. So people don't want what they have, so they need to be pushy and they need to be quote-unquote salesy and they need to be hardcore when it comes to that because they haven't marketed real well, right? So I want us to talk today about marketing as related to marketing and selling, right? Selling is basically when you show them the thing and tell them what, what's inside and handle any questions or any objections that they may have at that time, right? But if you look at it, and let's say you imagine it as a timeline, you want to spend 80% of your time at least on marketing and then 20% on the selling part, okay? And this is why. The marketing is meant to get them to want what you have, okay? Now, how exactly do you do that? And this is really the core to marketing. And guys, what I'm about to share with you, this is the $10,000, $100,000, million dollar piece of advice that you can get today. And I'm giving it to you in this podcast, so pay attention to this that I'm saying right now. It is not about giving them the answer It is about converting them into the people that they can see the answer when it is presented in front of them. That is the essence of marketing. Let me repeat that again. It is not about giving them the answer. It is about converting them into the people that can see the answer immediately when presented to them. That's what you should be aiming for. Now, how exactly do you do that? Well, the way that you think about this is the idea of like, okay, when would someone see my product and immediately say, that's what I need, okay? What would have to be true about that person that they say, that's what I need, okay? Because that is what's called the ideal buying moment. That's the moment when that person has all the beliefs they need in place so that all you have to do is tell them that you have a product and boom, you get a sale with that, okay? So you want to think of what are these things that this person needs to have, okay? And at the same time, you also want to look at, related to those things, how does your market behave about them right now? What do they think about these things right now? Okay, so let me go back. The first thing is, what do they need to believe in order to buy? Okay, what's the reason they would buy? What must be true for them to see it and say, that's it, that's what I want? Right? And this isn't about salesmanship and how good you are at making the copy and all that stuff. It's just, what do they need to believe in order to, if they were walking on a store and they see it on a shelf, they'll pick it up and say, this is what I need. Okay? Because they're already convinced. Imagine that you can't talk to them. They've already been convinced because of the marketing that you've done. Okay? And by the way, This is life. This is what we've gone through already. There's so many things that we do right now at these levels where we buy them because we already see those things as the solution 
because these were brands that have been marketing this stuff since forever. Right? And that's really what happens. If you ever heard the story of Listerine, you know that in the first generation, they couldn't make it work and it was like a do-all type of product. It would clean floors. It would clean all kinds of places. You could take it for different ailments. It was a crazy time with them and they were trying to figure out what it was for. And eventually what happened was they realized that there were a lot of people with breath issues and if they just made people aware that their breath was causing them trouble, now people wanted to get a solution to the breath issue and now they wanted Listerine. And that's it. They started with ads that were saying like, does your breath, can your breath cost you your next job? Things like that, right? So the whole idea is to convert them into people that will want the answer the moment it is presented to them. They'll want that solution the moment it's presented to them. You don't want to give it to them right away. You don't want to give the solution. And that's, that's the problem that I see most marketers make. They go right to it. They immediately go in saying, hey, here, this can solve all of your problems. And then now the person's confused because to the person, they're like, well, how do you know that's true? How do you know that this is what can work for me? So you get a lot of pushback, right? So then we have to be pressury and salesy in the sense of, you know, only 10 units left. You only have until midnight tonight to get it. All these things that obviously work, but then we end up using it in a cheesy way because we never remarketed the idea to people. We never really made them aware of what was happening with the problem train them on the problem enough that they would know more about the problem that they did before. But those things that we train them on are strategically selected to be the things where our product shines. And that's how when they see it, they want it. That's really the secret. And what I want you to get from this is that most people, when they think of their marketing or they think of their selling or they think of all these things, they're not thinking about that. They're just saying, hey, I'm going to put an offer out there and you should see the value by itself. That's what happens when you don't market. That you just put the offer and it's like, hey, I'm doing this. You put up a flyer. They call that marketing. That's not marketing. That's selling. Whoever replies to that, right, they're going to want you know, it's to buy the thing. But there was no explanation. That's what happens when you create that strategic sequence of messaging where you're laying down the groundwork and you're teaching people something. This is the, the best way to do it. You're teaching people some, something by laying down the groundwork. But strategically what happened is one belief at a time, you're converting them. You're converting them into that ideal buy, buying moment. Once they hit that ideal buying moment, all you have to do is just show them the product and answer any questions, of course. And when you answer those questions, chances are those are things that you can then feed back into your marketing so that you don't even have to answer them. So eventually it gets to that point where people just see it and want it. But the point is, you can't give them the solution yourself. They have to become the people that can see the solution for themselves and then they buy it and they think it's their idea. That's the secret. When they buy it and they think it's their idea, it was such a good thing, then you weren't selling in the overt sense of the word or in the pushy way of you know, pressuring someone to making a decision. They decided to make that decision on their own because they see it as the natural solution to the problem that they have. 
based on how they can evaluate that problem right now. That's really the essence of what that is. That is what marketing is. But so many people have overcomplicated what it is and told you that it is about running ads and doing all these things. And yeah, technically, those things are also marketing. But you have to understand what marketing is meant to do. right? Peter Drucker has this phrase that you know, I've heard it many times and I want to share it here, which is the purpose of marketing is to make selling superfluous. Right? That's what you want. You want to be able to market in such a way that when it comes to selling, you're barely offering the thing. This isn't pushy selling. This isn't convincing. This isn't any of that. Because you market it well. Now, how exactly do you do that? Well, you change the belief structures that people have about what they believe their problem is. Why are they stuck right now? Right? That's why I started with the idea, first of all, of... What's the ideal buying moment? What do they have to believe in order to buy? Right? And then you contrast that to where are they now? What do they think about all those different things where they are right now? Let's say, for example, you're selling high-ticket coaching. Right? And for it to be ideal for them, they have to believe that high-ticket coaching is possible even though they may not have the experience that they think they need in order to get there. Right? So... They have to believe that it's possible. Currently, they don't believe it's possible. So obviously, if I'm making content where I'm wanting to get people to think that it is possible, what am I going to do? I'm going to give them proof elements. I'm going to start giving them examples in different ways. I'm going to show them how it's really more about helping others than about what you can do and your experience and so on. Right? And I can't... Moving that message forward... Once they arrive to that conclusion of like, yeah, I mean, even people like me could get onto high ticket coaching right now. Now that person's closer to where I need them to be. But if I just tell them right away in a very opportunistic kind of branded language where it's like, hey, get in this. This is going to be the greatest of the great and da, 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 da. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to get the wrong people. You're going to be pushy. Right? You're going to get a lot of people that just get excited about the opportunity, but they haven't been educated to know what it is that you're exactly selling. So here's my challenge to you. I want you to look at what you're, whatever it is that you're selling and think to yourself, what does my prospect need to believe at the moment they see my offer? If they believe all these things to be true, my offer becomes the thing that they can't wait to take home with them. They'll pick it up from the shelf and take it home with them. Even if it's a virtual product or digital product, this is what I'm talking about. You want to make it a no-brainer. One of my mentors calls it the IQ test offer. right? You want to make it something that once they've been educated on all these things, I mean, why would they not get it? right? And that's another question that can help you bulletproof your offer even further. But most important thing to start with, the most important thing to move from is what are the things they need to believe before they see your offer that make them want your offer more the moment it's revealed. And you have to work backwards, right? That's the key. You work backwards. You start with the ideal buying moment, what they're thinking in that moment, and then you go backwards. What do they think now about all those things, right? Do they think they're wealthy enough? Do they think they deserve it? Do they think... They can do it. Do they think like all these things, right? That they have to be thinking. 
at the moment you show him that. Well, those are all the things that you have to address before. And this is where the messaging and the power of creating all of this really comes to shine because what the Internet has really allowed us to do is to distribute that message in a timely, strategic manner to the audience. That way, we can have webinars, we can have emails, we can have sequences, we can have web pages, we can have videos, we can have all these things that people go through and as they're going through it and they're learning along the way, of course, because it's all based on the value to them and these are all valuable things for them to learn, what happens is what they're learning is really getting them closer and closer to becoming a buyer. And then eventually they've learned so much that the offer's right there and they want it so bad that they go in and they pull out their credit card and they buy from you. So that's what I really want you to focus on. How can you make that part of it better? How can you make them into the people that when they see your offer, it becomes a no-brainer to them. Focus on that and watch your results multiply. Till next time, this is Juan Morales signing out. I'll see you on the next one.